0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Monumental Podcast. I'm Christina. You guys, we are at the second last episode for the season. I know it's gone so quickly and it has been such an amazing, incredible journey so far. Thank you so much for coming along this wild ride with me. This episode is a very special one because it was actually recorded more than 10 months ago. I was at a point in my life where I knew I wanted to undergo a big life change and potentially move overseas, but I was struck by a sense of anxiety, fear, and to be honest, a lack of self-belief that I could actually do it. I was at a crossroads, and down one path was the comfort and safety of the current life I had just built, a life that provided safety and was a sanctuary for my struggling headspace at the time. The other path was unknown full of risks, stress, challenges and uncertainty, but also with potential, potential for new experiences and expanded thinking. I realized something. Growth happens in discomfort and is driven by fear. It was something that I knew I needed to follow, but I still wasn't quite convinced that I could do it. In today's episode, I sat down with my dear friend Katrina as she get up for her big move across the pond. A move that at the time, I didn't know I'd also be making seven months later. She shares with us how she embraced the momentum of life, setting herself up with an if life is good now, imagine how much better it could get mentality. A concept I've since borrowed and I think makes for great advice. We talk about backing yourself, fully committing to your intuition and how embracing the unknown can lead to a life of maximum fulfillment and happiness without the burden of regret. After all, you've gotten yourself to where you are. Imagine how much further you could go. It felt positively nostalgic going back into this episode, listening to the version of me that was curious but scared to the present me, now in London, living here and doing just fine. Join us as we explore the moments that impacted us and the lessons they left us. This is Monumental. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Monumental Podcast. I'm here with my friend, Katrina. Hello. Hello, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. This is great. It's good to have you on. I feel very special.
1: You are very special. You're you're special
0: (laughs) to me in general, but also for doing this with me. So I appreciate it. Have you been?
1: Overall, the last couple of weeks have been an intense roller coaster. I can imagine. Something that I haven't experienced before, but I'm on the up, so
0: we're we're doing well now. You've got big things ahead which we're going to talk about today. Exactly. I'm very very excited. Okay, so let's let's give the listeners a bit of background on how we know each other. Yes. How do we meet?
1: It's actually quite funny. So it is funny.
0: Oh we, no, we really are going to get into it. I just realized we won't use the depth any names. Okay, no, we won't use any names. That's fine.
1: So yeah, we we worked together for about a year. We worked but together. We very met at work. different buildings. Yeah. So we'd cross paths and always say hey to each other. Yeah. And I remember the first time I met you at the Do you really? work Christmas party. I was a little bit tipsy, and I remember staring oh. into your eyes, being like, "You have the most gorgeous eyes I've ever seen in my life." Oh, I
0: remember that now. We have a picture together. We have oh. a po- I have a. Uh, film picture of us we, together yeah we definitely yeah. did. so
1: that was when we first like knew each other yeah and then I always
0: knew of you and then
1: yeah likewise yeah. <sighs> and then you always had a very good reputation but then oh, I really you know I <laughs> felt <laughs> it in person first when we got close over a boy over a boy actually, oh no <laughs> you can take the take the wheels no. there
0: well I oh how do I explain this without getting too much into I was seeing somebody and you were a mutual friend. The <laughs> worlds collide. Yeah, worlds collided. Anyway, that was a very short lived experience, but we got our friendship out of that. So yes. thanks to him. He yeah. That's one thing I can thank him for is he brought us together as friends. Exactly. So <laughs> Yeah, since then we've just been
1: gal pals. Gal pals, gossiping about life, boys. love. Boys, oh, all gosh. of the good
0: stuff, all of the juicy stuff. But you no longer work at our workplace anymore, which is really sad. You left what, like a month ago, two months ago now. Yeah, just before yeah, Christmas. Before Christmas. Yeah. yeah, how are you finding it? It
1: is quite nice not having you know to work and wake up every morning and you know have responsibilities. Yeah, but it it is also very bittersweet because I don't see some of the people that I'm closest yeah. to every single day or five days a week.
0: Um, yeah, to be honest, we we were very lucky to have a really great culture at work. So I can imagine it would have been very hard to leave a lot of those people. Yeah,
1: no it seriously yeah. is, but you know, I'm remaining close with them and yep. with the world of social media as well. Oh yeah, It makes it easier. It feels like yeah. I'm still very intertwined in everyone's lives, so it's all yep. good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's good. What are you pursuing? Not another job?
1: No. So I quit my job without another job because you know, I booked a one-way ticket to London. I'm oh moving my god, overseas. you're
0: moving, you're leaving me. I know. And it's happening in one week's time. You move and in one week. Yeah. I'm I'm honoured that you've made the time to come onto the pod. I'm honoured that discuss. you invited me. Because you're a busy gal. You're a hard gal. To, I'm booked and busy. Yeah, you're the, booked
1: and busy. The calendar is colour-coded. We were just having this chat before that you don't use a calendar. I don't use a calendar. I could not live without one. You know, but you're a lot
0: busier than I am, so. I don't think so. You've got a lot more commitments. I've um, just got a lot of
1: thoughts buzzing around yeah. in my
0: head that I need to yeah. write down, you know. So you moved to London in a week, which is huge. For context, we live in Melbourne, so this is a very big change. This is like legitimately halfway around the world, the other side of the world.
1: Yeah, I think the um, the plane ride is what twenty four
0: plus hours. Jeez. Yeah. So let's get into this more. You're moving to London. How come? What what sparked this life change? Yeah, it's
1: it's it's a, always something. It's always something. There's a lot to unravel here. I think. Mm. I, if we're going back all the way Mm -hmm. back to my childhood, I lived overseas as a kid and that was the best experience. Every time I think about living in Singapore, it just brings me with so much joy, fills me with so much joy. And I think that just opened up my eyes to the world of, you know, other cultures, other experiences, other perspectives. Yeah. And Just always having that travel bug inside of me. You know, I've done the classic Europe trip, you know, when you're 18, 19. The gap year type um, thing. Yeah, that type thing. I've gone traveling with friends. I've gone traveling with family even more. And so when I was 20 in one of my final years of uni, I really wanted to do an exchange program. And that's when I was figuring out what type of universities I wanted to partner with. And that's how I chose um, a UK university. So the University of Leeds in Yorkshire. Whoa. And shout out to them. The best university. I had the time of my life there. And just, you know, I always thought that Australia was, you know, that perfect amalgamation of British culture and American culture sort of smushed together. Yeah. And... I still do agree with that, but I think just the British culture is so eye-opening. You know, they're so sarcastic; they're mm. just they're, they're so passive-aggressive at the same time. Mm. Like, you know, there, there's there's um, pros and cons, and I just it just opened up my eyes as to that I really wanted to come back and visit.
0: Yeah, how long were you there? The I whole was four there years? About six years? Oh, six years? Uh, s- yeah. Sorry, six months? Oh,
1: six months? <laughs> <laughs> six years? Oh god, just a very short <laughs> yeah. exchange, but it made a massive impact. Yeah, um, of course it would. Yeah, I learned a lot about about myself over there. And so, yeah, that was always in the back of my mind that yeah. when I was young, that you'd you know go in back. my 20s, yeah. I wanted to go back somewhere and do that again, live somewhere semi-permanently. Yeah. So I sort of had some criteria. I wanted it to be an English-speaking country. Mm -hmm. I didn't want the logistics side of things to be too difficult. So I thought if it's another Commonwealth country with, you know, sort of a reciprocal visa program, that might be a little bit easier. Mm -hmm. So... At the end of the day, I was sort of juggling between the UK and Canada.
0: Oh, Um, and
1: interestingly enough, I decided not to do Canada because I don't like the cold. But spoiler alert: London is cold. London is still
0: cold. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. So is Melbourne at the best of times. So we can just rug up. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be cute. Like you'll make it. Like if you, I, I, I found that if you over romanticize it enough. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Yes. Like if you can over romanticize the cold, like think of like the cute outfits, the, the hot earmuffs. chocolate, the earmuffs, you know, the white Christmas, the snow. Yeah, just over romanticize it and that's it'll my vibe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you landed on London. Yes. Yeah? Because of the weather.
1: Well, I think there was some other exciting things at play. There It was just the familiarity it yeah. all, of it all. Yeah, um,
0: London is a good one for for us. We're lucky in Australia; we've got good ties to a lot of countries. But yeah, so why why did this? What triggered this to happen now, as opposed to I don't know a year from now or pre I don't know COVID times? Why why now? I think. Because I was
1: finished with my studies, I'd had a couple of years of work experience, Mm -hmm. a big catalyst would have to be uh, a long-term relationship of mine did actually end maybe Mm -hmm. about a year ago and that really was just sort of the mic drop moment where I realised overnight that I I need to do something for myself, put myself first. So... The penny dropped. The penny dropped.
0: We found out that both of our relationships, our long-term relationships ended... At pretty much the same time. And then our lives have been kind of parallel. And I love it. Since. I'm here for it. But you're like a couple of steps ahead of me. So I anything so. No, anything you're doing, I'm like, that's, I'll be doing that, just too that soon enough. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> you're like the, um, I don't want to say guinea pig, but like you're <laughs> doing it and then I just follow you and then that's how I know that I'll be okay because you're just... Living your best life.
1: Watch out. I might make a podcast next and follow your steps.
0: We <laughs> get yeah, we've kind of been living parallel lives, which is exciting. Yes. Which is very fun. It is. Yeah. And I
1: hope we continue to live parallel lives. I hope
0: so too. We'll see. Maybe by the end of this episode I'll be convinced to Oh, is that my role? Amazing. Yeah, maybe. Amazing. <laughs> we'll, see. we'll get into it. Bring it up. Yeah. So your relationship ended. Yes. And that was, like you said, quite a long term one. Why is it always boys that that <laughs> are the catalyst for these kinds of things. I, I swear it's always boys. And they don't even like, it's not necessarily the boy itself. It's just like the change, the life change that, that does it. So when your relationship ended, how did your life change after that?
1: It didn't change in the way I expected it to. Ooh. It was quite eye-opening because I was so anxious leading up to the breakup, so yeah. racked with guilt and nerves and fear mm-hmm. that I would be, all alone, that I would hate my own company, that, you know, things would fall to shit essentially because I'm in a completely different routine.
0: Yeah. And you're on your own for the first time in like your whole 20s. Exactly.
1: It was just very scary to me Mm. and none of that came to play, none of it. I, As soon as it happened, of course I was upset, I was Mm. grieving, but I was celebrating just – having my own priorities, yep. having the time for my friends, having the time for my family, picking up new hobbies. Like it was actually quite eye-opening yep. in the fact that it
0: changes okay. Like change, change is so fine. good for you. It's great. It, I loved it. <laughs> at our age as well, because now I keep thinking like, cause we're with 26, right? I'm 25. You're 25. Okay. I 27 in like two months. But I'm so hyper aware of the fact that once you hit 25, your brain is like fully developed. Yeah, I and felt that moment. I, I swear to God, I could pinpoint the moment <laughs> where my brain was like, yep, you're done. It, you're grown. Epiphany. Literally, <laughs> everything just had so much clarity and it just, it was this whole newfound perspective. Yes. So,
1: and I think of it in a way, like I'm sort of seeing my life in third person. Mm, so, we're living our lives. But at the same time, I'm sort of narrating my own life being like, that was not a good decision.
0: <laughs> Do you have like a narrator in your head?
1: Yeah. And honestly, <laughs> kudos to my narrator because it's, it's quite entertaining sometimes. So but sometimes I also want to be like, can you shut up right now?
0: <laughs> it's just like a loop. It's like, little did she know. That's so funny. I'm going to start doing that.
1: Yeah. No, it's actually quite entertaining.
0: <laughs> I would always picture my life like as a movie. Ooh. just be like if there was a camera there like what would it like how'd the scene be set up you know just like picturing it what it would look like like I said over romanticize your life
1: you have to you're it's the, the trick main character it's the your hack yeah.
0: yeah you are anything for the plot you're a big plot <laughs> gal but I feel like you like you've just to you've just blossomed over the last year like you've Thank just you. so come into your own it's been so beautiful to see and you're just living your best life.
1: And it's so nice to experience that Yeah, as well. I was just so racked with fear, as I said before, and having that weight off your shoulders mm-hmm. is incredible. Like my, the quality of my sleep improved. Mm. My inflammation in my body went down. Mm-hmm. I could have... I wouldn't wasn't feeling my own heart rate anymore.
0: Like yeah. I didn't realize you were it. Really that.
1: stressed. I was stressed. I was anxious. Yeah. I was just overwhelmed. Because you
0: knew that your relationship was like coming.
1: Yeah. But you just
0: like kind of grown into different people.
1: Yeah. It just wasn't right at the end of the day. And I have so much respect for him. But yeah, you know, if it's not meant to be, like we can't force it. And yeah. I think what made it extra hard was
0: just the fact that he didn't want to let go. And yeah. it's hard when there's there's no like big catalyst in a breakup it's not like some like one party cheated on you or something terrible happened it's just a natural sort of mutual thing exactly it was the same in my relationship it was like I knew that it needed to end but it was hard to come to terms too like you said you have to learn to enjoy your own company especially when you've been with that person your whole 20s you've basically grown up together experienced all of those firsts together and then you're on your own at 25 and it's a whole new world it's kind of have to rediscover things about yourself yeah. yeah
1: and it's a total journey and
0: it's very spiritual a very spiritual journey
1: yeah which you and yeah. I have both bonded over uh-huh. before yeah <laughs>
0: we love a spiritual journey we do we, do. <laughs> we love growth we do we love yeah. self-introspection uh-huh Bigger picture things. Big picture things, big picture <laughs> things. So going back to like how, what your life looked like. So you went through a lot of growth, found new hobbies, really just settled into yourself. Yeah. How come you still felt the need to move? If you sort of found a, an amazing life for you after your breakup, was that there was still something missing or was it just because you knew that you had always wanted to do this that now felt like the right time?
1: That's a really good point because, yeah, I was really content with the way that things were unfolding and I thought if things are this good here, imagine how much better they could be if I really took the plunge. Um, Yeah. So, it wasn't like something was missing. I was like, I just know that there's so many more doors that
0: I could just kick open. So, you felt like you were like on a momentum. Oh, yeah. What else? If this is how good it can get, imagine how much better it could get. Yeah. That's a very optimistic way to look at it. Yeah, surprisingly
1: optimistic. And I think because I was just feeling so confident in myself. I just yep. wanted to keep,
0: just keep, keep on that. going. Yeah. Yeah. Like keep riding that high. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. And you know, the high huh. high's worn off a little bit, but I think it's
0: coming it's back. Gonna, it's coming back. <laughs> it's definitely coming back. So you, so, cause you always wanted to do this. You didn't, you didn't feel like you surprised yourself. No, doing it. it was I always think on because, the cards. Yeah, I took the yeah. plunge
1: with the exchange trip five years earlier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the fact that one of my closest friends as well is taking the plunge with me—we're going on yeah. the same flight. Yeah, that really eased my nerves. I think if I was doing this all by myself, it'd be mm. a lot more isolating. Cool.
0: But that, oh, <laughs> it's me on it in my there. own. <laughs> all right. <laughs> But people
1: do it all the time. Um, I think that was just something that just provided that extra cushioning for me.
0: Yeah, definitely. I totally, I definitely understand that. I would, I feel like for me, I would be so much more confident doing things if I was doing them with someone. But at the same time, for me, I know that I really need to work on making decisions alone and trusting myself and just being more decisive on my own because I'm so easily influenced by other people. I just really need to trust myself a little bit more yes so I'm really trying to work on that and be a little bit more decisive but it's such a skill that needs to be developed over time it does yeah because I I I do I found that I do like my own company and I do like being alone but I still don't like the accountability when I have to make decisions That's what I'm struggling with. So that's why I go go see a psychic like every freaking month because I just need somebody else to tell me what to do. So yeah, it's good that you have a friend going with you and you guys are going to live together and everything. Do you know a lot of people there?
1: already yeah that's good
0: decent amount I've got a couple of
1: relatives who I'm gonna sort of visit every now and again I've got some friends from my uni dates from my exchange days who have yeah relocated down to London and I'd say I know about five other you know Australian girls in their 20s
0: also doing the same thing yeah it's kind of like (laughs) when when you're moving abroad like you don't you might not know, like if you, you just follow each other on Instagram, and that's there, they become your friend. Yeah, yeah. And I'm
1: I'm so ready for that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's like a everyone, I don't know. Everyone bonds when you've like had the same yeah. sort of journey and experience. Of obviously, like with relocating, you moved out of your house here. Yeah, you had to get rid of a lot of stuff.
1: Oh I presume. my god! Don't even yeah. get me started. Obviously, I can only bring over you know a couple of suitcases, suitcases with me yeah. overseas. So. I'm in the process, you know, a week out, so I'm really pushing it. But um, mm-hmm. in the process of what can be donate, it, donated is getting donated. What can be given to friends is getting yeah. given to friends. And I'm just filling up bin bags with things mm-hmm. that I used to love, but now it's just bin worthy, And Is anything
0: leaving – are you leaving anything with your parents?
1: Yes, yeah. I am. And I'm so thankful that, you know, I have this safety net yeah. around me that, that – Because I was yeah.
0: wondering, like, I – I'm a very sentimental person. And when I moved into the place I'm in now, I got rid of a lot of stuff. I was like, I'm going to live minimally. But I still have a lot of belongings that are really important to me. And so I'm like, if I move, I just, I don't know if I can part with a lot of these things. So I wanted to ask you, how, how are you, are you sentimental about anything that you're not able to take with you? And if you are, how are you parting ways with it? Are you just like, it is what it is? It's –
1: I feel different ways about different
0: things for sure. Like it's
1: not like I've just got a blanket response of, ah, like minimalism all the way or like I'm super sentimental or I'm I'm a massive hoarder. It's more just that if I haven't – I've had to sort of reframe my thinking that if I haven't used XYZ product or thing in six months, 12 months, it's Mm -hmm. obviously not that important to me. Okay. So even if it's pretty or even if I really loved the memory of buying that or being gifted that thing – It's time to leave it because, ultimately, I was just getting so overwhelmed with the just sheer amount of things. So I'm going to be keeping the sentimental jewelry, or I'm going to be keeping my journals and things Mm. like that. But the gorgeous candles that are worth eighty dollars, I have to. I just have to give away.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I just, I feel like for me, like my home is my sanctuary. And, and I, put I see in that so right much. now. I mean, it's not, it, it's, I'm not going to say it's perfect, but it's comforting for me. So I just, I don't know, I put so much work into it. I can't imagine parting with everything. But then again, I'm like, it's just stuff. You can replace stuff. Exactly. So, but yeah, anyway, that was just something that I've been thinking about because like I, said I'm like two steps behind you at all times <laughs> so I'm like considering moving and I'm, I'm just thinking like all the all the reasons I think I'm focusing on all the reasons not to do it yes and parting with my belongings yep. was one of them my cats is a whole other thing and yeah. that honestly like I can't think about it too much because I start to get oh gosh. emotional I'd be the same. fine yeah yeah anyway when did you make the decision properly because you were a little Rat, <laughs> You kept it Sneaky. to yourself for a really long time.
1: I wish, I, I know, I should have told you earlier, no, but it's I, fine. Was, I just had that paranoia that yeah. I didn't want anyone else at work finding out. You don't want to jinx anything. I didn't want to jinx yeah, anything. I'd be the same. I had my outside friends that I could sort of gossip about yeah. it with. Yeah. I had
0: my family who I could talk
1: about it with. So, yeah. when I was in work, I was just in work mode.
0: That's so fair. Yeah. I can understand why you kept it to yourself. But it was a good – that was like a good <laughs> six months that you kept that under wraps. So yeah. let's walk through the sharp. timeline. So, yes.
1: I had a breakup, I'd say, in March last yep. year. And, yeah, that overnight sort of penny drop moment mm-hmm. happened probably in April yeah and then I was talking to my friend who was also really set on moving overseas we were sort of just buzzing about it chatting to our friends about it being like oh we think we might go overseas next year we're not quite sure when but this is the general plan so it was pretty pretty set but there was no you know Ticket bought there was no, no visa just yet. Oh, you were just hadn't. talking about it.
0: yeah, it was just just, just yeah. romanticizing it. It just, just felt like a big dream. I mean, I think saying it out loud is half of this it's, it's half of the of getting there just yes. like actually make, like going through the possibilities because like you said, like it's one thing to dream about it, but to do it is a whole other thing. so when, when for me, once I say it out loud, it's real.
1: That's a good point. it becomes a thing. Yeah. And I didn't think of it in that way. To me, it just felt like a fun story to tell. And then I realized, okay, if we want to move overseas, you know, what time of year? So we Mm. started to get into like the bigger picture planning. And around that August mark, we realized... Let's move sort of towards the end of Australian summer. I'd say in November, we did the
0: visa process. Okay. Was it relatively seamless as well? Like no hiccups? Relatively yeah. seamless. Is, is there a moment that stood out to you the most? Like, was it the moment you booked your flight? Was it the moment you were in, you applied for the visa in the interview? Like what really stands out to you as like, I don't know, the sort of all encompassing moment? Like what stands out to you that really symbolizes the start of this new journey and chapter?
1: I think it was the final day of work, unfortunately. Oh, really? So it was so bittersweet.
0: It was our Christmas party too. So so
1: great great way
0: to end it off and to send you off. I think of it as not as our Christmas party, but as Katrina's last day. (laughs) I (laughs) I feel like. Every, like the company just threw the party for you and what a brilliant party it was, a it was. brilliant party Ooh, it was great the
1: cheese platters oh my gosh mm-hmm. so I think that was really what made it feel real because you know from March until November it was feeling like one big exciting story yeah it was becoming it was coming into light but you know you can't go you, you can go back if you quit your job but it felt just sort of you know full steam ahead type yeah. vibe um And it was really nice that, you know, my final day was a lovely celebration with everyone and I could now just spend seven days a week focusing on this one thing. Yeah. I don't have to juggle work anymore. Mm. I don't have to, you know, I I can just be on this one thing. And
0: um, focus on – It's just –
1: it's changed my like frame of mind for
0: sure. Oh, interesting. It was yeah. the close of a chapter. Not even a chapter, but like a book. Yeah, you are on to book number two book now. Two. <laughs> yeah, this is like a, maybe it'll be a tril- trilogy. And I love it. Yeah. I love, love it. it. I do think about how like we do have it good here. Yeah. We have it really good here. We've got really good healthcare, really good access to everything. Even, not even, even things like the beach. The mm-hmm. beach is five minutes away from me the city is within half an hour like everything I could want is here yeah why would I want to leave this like why am I doing like why would I want to do that at any point where you're like am I doing the right thing is this the right step right place I am right
1: very lucky that it has always felt like the right decision okay but there would be those moments where I had a really really great time at a friend's birthday or mm. I had a really nice chat with mum and dad sitting on the couch or just something where I felt like my cup was full yeah and then yeah, in I'm that split miss moment this. it was like well you're not gonna have that for a while are you yeah and it, so it wasn't doubt but it was just almost like real-time nostalgia of yeah oh girl you're gonna miss this
0: yeah but, but y- like you said like you are gonna have so many more experiences and I love that you are thinking about that because I'm gonna do the same thing and think about all of the the things that you don't even know you're going to experience yet. It's it's easy to live with what's comfortable and live in hindsight as yes. well, like in that regard. But I was, I'm was i the same way with like thinking like when I'm doing something like, oh, you're not going to have that anymore. Like over Christmas, I did a road trip with my girlfriends and it was so amazing. It really filled my cup. I It was one of the best Christmases I've had ever. And I was like, I'm not going to have that anymore if I move away I'm trying not to dwell too much on the things that I'll miss out on and even with my parents like I know that I'm going to miss them but I see them max twice a year as it is so it's not that different if I if that becomes once a year yeah yeah it's the way you frame it it is it definitely is was anyone it was there anyone that was harder to tell than others was everyone mostly supportive we surprised
1: Family was not surprised at all. They always know that I wanted to do this. Yeah. But the people who was hardest to tell was you guys at work. Um, Really work? I think because it came out of the blue for you guys. I remember when I told you we were sitting down at a bench Mm. and you weren't expecting it.
0: No, I was like, what?
1: Yeah, and so many people had the same reaction at work as well. Yeah. Yeah, it was tough.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Because you're leaving a lot behind because you're not only – yeah, because, yeah, you're leaving the, your job too. Yeah. It's hard. Exactly. Yeah. That's interesting. No, I wouldn't have thought that. I wouldn't mm-hmm. have thought that work would be the hardest. I know, right? Yeah. For me, I feel like it would be – I would I would probably tell myself that it would be the easiest, but it would probably would be the hardest because, like it or not, work is where you spend most of your time. Yeah. you. That's – the people that you work with are the people that you see the most out of anybody else. So, it makes sense that mm-hmm. it would be the hardest. Yeah. So, you're even a week. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How do you feel now that it's a week away? Feels more real now.
1: Every day it feels more real. Yeah. Overall excitement. Just okay. So good. much excitement for the new experiences I'll have, the new people I'll yep. meet, the new memories I'll make. As you know, cheesy as that
0: sounds, yep. that's what's driving me forward. Mm-hmm. Um, why do you feel like a life change is so important at, at this part in your life? In our lives, why do you think this needs to happen?
1: Mm. Yeah, because I could live the rest of my 20s and 30s without this happening yeah. yet, I would still have a very fulfilled life yeah you would but I just know like it oh, <laughs> the way that I'm thinking about it now it's almost like Maslow's hierarchy of needs you know that pyramid yeah where you've got your base needs and then you've got your slightly nicer things that you need yeah. to live and then you've got the overall fulfillment at the very top I yeah. want to get to the top even if we do agree or disagree with the way that that pyramid's laid out I want to oh. at least give it a shot
0: you are so fearless oh that I don't know about so that. refreshing. <laughs> No, you're you're very, very fearless. I think for me and my like where I'm currently sitting, I keep telling myself that I'm gonna go and I I've always wanted to live abroad. I've always wanted to try a new experience, but I get so scared. I'm very I've come to the realization and I've come to learn that I like my routine and I like knowing. I like being certain. I don't take risks, I play things safe, and I kind of came to the conclusion that I don't want to live like that I don't want to live safe I don't want to live like never taking a risk because I'm so scared to live like it's called life we need to like live it and I need to go and do these things but even though I love Melbourne and I love my life here and I'm so proud of what I've built here I feel like I need to leave so that I know what I'm coming back to and I know Mm -hmm. that to give myself a chance to miss it, to give myself a chance to, I don't know, come home. Like I need to leave so that I can come home one day. I don't know if that makes any sense. It does. But it's like when I left Tasmania, I hated it there. But as soon as I left, now when I go back, I love it. My my memories have changed. Like I miss it and it's – it's yeah similar here. I love I love living here, but I feel like I need to just step away before it any before it becomes tainted, so yeah. that I can still have it as a positive place in my mind and miss it. Give myself the opportunity to miss it, so that I come so that I can come back to it. Exactly. But right. it's yeah, it's still
1: hard. It's, still it's hard, hard to do, and I'm really proud of what you've already <sighs> done to get <sighs> there too. because I remember when you first telling me about. Oh, I think I might just go to Europe by myself.
0: And not everyone does that. Oh, oh, that's a whole other thing. That was <laughs> that that with that, that, honestly, is the most craziest thing I've ever done. I know it doesn't sound crazy. I know people travel solo all the time, but if you just like if you know me, it was just such a shock for who I and who I well, who I was at that point. Everybody was surprised.
1: And I love that you made it what you did. You yeah. had the best time. Oh, I had time. the
0: greatest greatest time. See? I would do it again in a heartbeat. If I had my time again, honestly, I wouldn't do anything differently. It was just the best. So, and so I'm really glad I did it. I'm glad I had that snippet because now I feel like I can make a more permanent move or do it again. For sure. Whereas, yeah, before I left, I feel like I just, I was, I did not, I didn't know anything. I was so sheltered and it was just such an eye-opening experience. It was a good taste, a good taste up. yeah, I remember I was like, should I go now? Because I booked that out like three weeks before I left. Which is was so very wild last I minute. love that. Ugh, it was so last minute. <laughs> but I was tossing it. I was like, do I just go now or do I wait a whole year so that I can plan more? But I was like, I knew in my heart that I just needed to just get an escape. But yeah, now it, it's, it's really kicked off a whole other pathway yeah. for me. But yeah. What do you hope to gain from your new chapter? You said more experiences mm. and just embracing everything. What do you want to, anything in particular? What are you searching for?
1: I, hmm, what am I searching for? I guess in the multiple facets of my life, yep. in terms of career, I'm searching for overall more fulfillment. And yep. I understand that that doesn't need to be forced. So in terms of that, I'm happy to actually do six months of pub work or, you Mm -hmm. know, bartending or waitressing to meet people our age and not have to feel like I have to be part of that hustle and grind culture. You know, at the end of the day, I'm still so young. I'm
0: 25. It's okay. I need to really accept that because in my mind, I think I'm so much older than I am and I need to like, Be reminded that I've got time. Yeah. But at the same time, we don't have time. (laughs) Like the longer (laughs) we wait, yeah.
1: Yeah. Two sides of the same coin for sure. And, but every time I talk to, I don't know, family members who are in their 30s, 40s, and 50s, they just remind me how young we are. How young we are. So let's enjoy it.
0: Let's do it. I've kind of been doing this exercise lately that has been really helpful for me. But because I I, I get very overwhelmed at the possibility of regretting things, Mm. which is just, not healthy because because I play things so safe and I don't take risks, it doesn't doesn't create a good sort of, I don't know. The two don't work in harmony together, playing things safe but also not wanting to regret things. They don't (laughs) coincide. So it makes it very difficult for me to make decisions and things. So I've been doing this exercise where I will picture sitting down and having a conversation with my 80-year-old self. Wow. And I'll talk to her and I'll ask her like, Christina, you ended up not moving to London. How did that work out for you? And she tells me she's like, Why the fuck did you think you couldn't do that? Yeah, like one. you r- really didn't have anything that really keeping you back. Like you think you had all of this these things that you couldn't leave behind, but re- in the reality, it was all just stuff. Mm. So. And then, you know, I'll sort of flip it and I'll ask, ask her like, oh, you quit your job and traveled for six months. Like, what was that like? And she tells me all of these amazing experiences. And it doesn't have to be anything specific, but she just says like, oh, you found you learned so much. You had all this newfound perspective and growth. And so, I just sort of picture when I am 80, how do I want to remember my life? How do I want to reflect back? And that has sort of helped me a little bit in yeah. living a little bit more fearlessly and trusting my gut a little bit more. Definitely. Yeah.
1: That's a big part of it. Trusting your gut. Mm. At the end of the day, we have to realize we have our heads screwed on, right? We are we, we are smart women. We're smart. We're smart girls. We have our safety net of our, you know, our money. We've got the support of our friends and family. Uh-huh. We have the drive to do what's right for us.
0: So true. I, my therapist told me this. She said, you have gotten yourself to where you are. Why do you think you can't get yourself to where you you want to be. 100%. And I was like, that is so true. I've gotten to where I am with my – like totally on my own, with my own knowledge, like I am capable, I am smart. Why do I think that that's not going to continue? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's like you said, just that reframing your mindset into just trusting yourself and what you know and just, yeah, trusting that like I'm not going to be – I, like, whatever I do, I know I'm going to do it with good intentions and I'm going to do my best to make informed decisions and not be, I don't know, so reckless mm. with anything. But, yeah, just trust what you know. You got yourself to where you are. You'll be fine moving forward. Mm. But it's a, it's a hard swil- pill to swallow. It's hard to learn. It is. So, when you, like, with all the things that you want to sort of gain from this new chapter – If you picture yourself, picturing yourself a year from now, what do you want to learn about yourself? Like what parts of yourself do you hope to meet?
1: Ah, that's so exciting, isn't it? In a year from now, I just want to see and know that my confidence has absolutely blossomed.
0: Yeah. Because if I'm thinking back to a year ago. Yeah. Tell me about how you've changed from a year till now. Yes. Because like I said before, you really have blossomed. You've just come into your own. (laughs) Well,
1: yeah, I just want to keep that trajectory going, to be honest. So a year ago, in a snapshot, my mental health was really out of whack. I was so mentally down in the mouth and really drained, even just at the start of last year. And I think that would have impacted or would have contributed to the fact that that's around about when my relationship ended as well. Mm. And the fact that I took the plunge to put myself first, do what is right to fix what I know I could fix – and see that the outcome was 1,000% worth it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, imagine what's to come in a year's time. So so true. I think something that I really want to focus on now is just, yeah, I'm going to be anxious about, I don't know, meeting new people. But it will be okay be it will be worth fine. it.
0: Yeah. yeah. I think 2022 was such a year of growth. Yes. Like, just figuring shit out, getting rid of, like, things that did not serve us. And at 2023, we are – living fearlessly we're embracing mm. we are just welcoming all opportunities and yeah just embracing all of those things I think it's important now like I'm, tr- I'm I'm practicing feeling my feelings
1: yeah and it's okay to feel your feelings
0: it's okay to feel your feelings even if I'm sad I'm like this is a good reminder that I am capable of yeah, coming out of this I really try to just sit in my feelings now because the more the more I sit in them the more I learn about myself the more familiar I am with how I handle things and the more I appreciate that I can come out of these things. Like Mm. if I sit with myself when I'm sad, I sit with myself when I'm happy, like it just sort of – I don't know what I'm trying to say but –
1: Sounds like you're being your own friend here.
0: Yeah. I really – that is a whole other thing but I always – growing up was very conscious about like would I be my own friend Mm. and that's sort of something that's driven me to – I don't know, be the way, I don't know, the way that I am. I don't know, but I like very conscious. Contra- I like being your <laughs> I, I feel like we're just two peas in a pod, Katrina and Christina. No,
1: it's too similar, <laughs> isn't
0: it? So you want to find new parts of yourself, like the more, more confident parts of yourself? Definitely. Hmm. You strike me as a confident person though, so I find that interesting. Well, that's something I've been working uh-huh. on, so I'm glad that you see that because yeah.
1: – I, I used to be just racked with anxiety back mm. in the day. And I am a firm believer that however you feel about yourself and like however you invest in yourself, it really impacts the energy that you put out to other people. And it's how other people see you. Yeah, because people 100%. feel the energy. Even Definitely. if it sounds a bit woo-woo to some people, you can tell if you
0: like someone's vibe yeah. if you want to change that it's word. so true. Yeah. So true. So we've talked about how you've changed, how you've grown – where you want to be a year from now. Is there anything else that you want to touch on? I think we've sort of
1: weaved this throughout our conversation, yeah. but I think just knowing that there's going to be the hard times, there's going to be exciting mm. times, there's going to be the drunk times, there's going to be the angry times, the yeah. lonely times, etc. cetera. That's all part of it. That's literally yeah. a part of it because if it, it was all good, you know, it wouldn't
0: feel – it just wouldn't feel like life at all. I also think if everything was good – you wouldn't know that it was good because you don't have the bad times to help put the good times into perspective. So you need to – that's why it's so important to have those highs and lows and to feel those highs and lows, to recognize them and to sit with them because then it makes you appreciate the good times so much more. Yeah, you're going to have so many amazing experiences and I'm so jealous. I'll um, see you over there. Uh, I'm you might. sure you're coming you, with me. You <laughs> might. <laughs> we'll see. Do you have any advice for other people who are considering a life change yeah. as big as this one?
1: I think my biggest piece would be you're never going to be 100% sure about anything, but if it's something that you've been thinking about every day if or if you find that these thoughts outweigh a lot of your other thoughts, It's time to just take the plunge. You're never going to have that 100% moment. You might get to 95%. You might get to Mm -hmm. 90%.
0: That is amazing advice. That is very, very good advice. That applies directly to me. (laughs) I'm (laughs) I'm going to take that and run with it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you'll never be 100% sure. No. That's so true. And the stars will never 100% align.
1: No, and that's that's part of it and it's fine.
0: I am definitely more, like I used to believe that Everything happens for a reason. The universe will like make everything work out. But now I do want to take more accountability Mm -hmm. for my life and make conscious decisions. I think there's something more beautiful about consciously choosing something rather than letting the universe decide it for you. I think it's so much more commendable to say I chose this, I chased it, and i'm i went and i got it mm-hmm. um like obviously if i i still think the universe can give you a sign and to sort of reassure you and support you and i definitely rely on that element of things but like my mindset has changed in the sense that i definitely want to be more conscious about yeah choo- choosing my life rather than letting my life choose itself
1: yeah rather than being swept up in it you, mm. you have to realize that everything that's led to this moment you actually did choose yeah. back in the day whether that's changing jobs yep. moving into this exact house mm-hmm. like you were the one to choose that yeah
0: that's very true yeah
1: i just want to say how grateful i am to be having this conversation <sighs> me with too you it's listeners. a good convo i hope that Great this combo. just makes it feel a lot more normal and less daunting mm. for someone out there yeah yeah definitely aka yeah <laughs>
0: Okay, thanks so much for coming on. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. Appreciate I love you. you.
1: Oh, I love you. But this is going
0: to be such a good little memento to have for years to come. To look back before your big, big step, big leap, just to sort of reflect on. Amazing. You can listen to this a year from now, and, and I will, and you'll be able to really pinpoint what's changed. Isn't that funny? The experience, because you're talking now, like the experience that. The, the experiences that I haven't had that I know are out there one year from now you're gonna listen back and be like yeah I'll be living them I wish you all the best you're gonna have an amazing time safe travel safe flight and I will catch you over there see you over there see you over there Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Monumental Podcast. If you would like to show your support, I would really appreciate it if you could give us a follow and a rating and review. That would really help us out. And if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to see more content, you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok. We are at Monumental Pod.